Hello, welcome to the PH podcast where we break down the medical jargon and give power to the patient while, while having, having fun at it. it. Yeah. Disclaimer, this is not, not a biology, biology lesson. lesson. Mm. Okay, so uh, episode three, uh, we are here. So today it's a very interesting episode. Uh, it's everyone's bay. Yeah, it's everyone's bay. <laughs> it's, it's everyone's, everyone's bay. bay. So uh-huh. shout out to the single guys, man. Hey, at least, <laughs> at least, mkona, mkona, mkona kit. Mkona mtu. Mkona mtu. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, my name is Derek. You can call me a druggist. Randiga. Yeah. So, uh, today we are going to talk about sleep disorders and we are focusing on two primary disorders. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, we are looking at, uh, Sleep in general, just understanding sleep, understanding the sleep cycle, helping you to understand the sleep cycle, helping you understand something that is called the circadian rhythm. Mm-hmm. And then we will look at two conditions mm-hmm. that we felt are important and are very common yeah. in the world and mm-hmm. in our country. Mm-hmm. So we will look at insomnia and we'll also look at uh, sleep paralysis. Yeah. Hans? Okay, so what is sleep? Uh, sleep generally, yeah, it's 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 been defined as a natural naturally recurring uh, state of mind mm-hmm. and body, and it's a naturally recurring state of uh, unconsciousness. Not okay. really unconsciousness, but it's a naturally. How will I say this? It's a naturally recurring state of loss of activity mm-hmm. of the mind and the body. There's relative inhibition to sensory activity, and then there's reduced muscle activity. So now, what, what are these things? Uh, it's like I'm saying a lot of stuff. Mm. Uh, naturally recurring. So it's natural. Sleep mm. is natural. Okay. If you sleep because you took alcohol, uh, that does not fit what sleep is. It does oh, not fit because there's some I- external yes, there influence. An external influence okay. to whatever, to the inhibition your mind is experiencing. Okay. So it is a naturally recurring state. Okay, mm-hmm. it has it's naturally and it's recurring. That means it has it's done several times, or uh, and and like in a programmed manner, uh, throughout your lifetime, it's mm. recurring. It's yeah. always there. Now there is relative inhibition to sensory activity. Relative uh, doesn't really mean there is inhibition. Yes, to an extent. So what is sensory activity? Sensory activity. Are you able to perceive? Wow. Well, are you able to perceive uh, uh, pain? Pain. Are you able to perceive noise? Are you able to see what's happening? That mm. is I, I, senses. You remember the five basic senses: yeah. the sense of uh, sight, vision, hearing, uh, uh, smell, and taste, mm. and touch. Yeah. So whenever you are asleep, these sense, this sense, these senses are kind of inhibited. You cannot really see because your eyes are closed. You really cannot hear because your auditory uh, auditory, the process of hearing, whatever is the organs that involved with, in hearing are not active. They are kind of inhibited. So there is relative inhibition. And that means that normal occurrences when you're asleep, you should not be perceiving them per se mm. unless there is an increased intensity or a change in that environment. Yeah. Uh, so there is also reduced muscle activity and that is this is really important, reduced muscle activity. That yeah. is part of sleep. And it's really important when it comes to sleep paralysis, understanding what sleep paralysis is. Yeah. So there is a relative reduced muscle activity. 
Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so uh, sleep, we don't. It's 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 not a simple thing as we tend to think of it, and I think because of it, the the way we perceive it as simple makes us reject or ignore the importance of it. Yeah. So sleep is actually a process that has stages. It has cycles. Mm-hmm. It's a as one sleep. Uh, as sleep has cycles. In short. Yeah. So one sleep cycle goes to the next, then the next, then the next. So if you have six of those cycles, we can say you have sufficiently slept. Yeah. You've had sufficient sleep. Okay. So duration of sleep. For how long should you sleep? Generally, it is six to uh, six to nine, seven to nine hours. Not six oh, to nine, okay. Thank God I'm hours. safe. Sorry. Because yeah. during the holiday, <laughs> I have been sleeping nine to ten hours. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought, eh, probably I'm abnormal. I need to be no, checked or it something. Is, it is recommended but at least... that you sleep seven to nine hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is an adult. An adult generally, I would say anything from 18 okay. up to wherever. Yeah. The recommended average time is seven to nine hours. Yes. But then as you age, these will change because a, a person who is at 80 will need will need more hours of sleep. Yeah. Yes. So depends. So as a, an infant uh, who is like up to three months old, they will need 14 to 17 hours. Whoa. Those guys. Yes. Nikama Tupaka. Yes. Nikama Faka. They have to sleep 14 to 17 hours. Mm-hmm. Then up to a year, four months up to a year, those will need 12 to 16 hours. Mm. And it's why you're supposed to ensure that your kid, if you have a kid around you, is sleeping. Yeah. And you have to ensure that they're sleeping, they're getting quality sleep. Yeah. Uh, What exactly is quality sleep? Yes, no, we're going into that now. Yeah. So sleep is not just measured by the duration, but it is also measured by, uh, I'd say, you say you speak about quality, the quality of sleep, and this the quality of sleep just means that um, how will I say about, what will I say about quality of sleep? Quality of sleep translates to Bundi. I I really can't like the, um, find the word to, mm-hmm. to describe what quality sleep means. Mm-hmm. But then undisturbed, undisturbed sleep. Yes, mm-hmm. undisturbed continuous sleep. That mm. is that is quality. Yeah, undisturbed continuous, continuous sleep. sleep. You 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 have to sleep. Uh, staying in bed for 12 hours or 9 hours doesn't mean you're sleeping. Mm. So if you are able to have undisturbed continuous sleep for this duration of hours that you're saying, 7 to 9 or 9 to 12 if you're 6 years uh, or if you're an infant 17 or 14 hours. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So undisturbed continuous sleep. So you should not be having interruptions during yeah. your sleep. You should not be waking up, in the, be middle waking of... up in the middle of night because that will mean you're reducing the quality of sleep. Yeah. Yeah. So that means there are these measures you have to take, like what environment are you sleeping in? Uh, Are your beddings affording you that quality sleep? Yeah. Are they good? Are they clean? Uh, Is the mattress of good quality? Is there noise around you? Uh, You need that. Uh, And that means, I think it's why God or however we are designed as humans, or yeah. even as anyone, yeah. we sleep at night. Because at night, it is supposed to be that time when everyone and everything is shut out. Yeah. There is no disturbance. So mm. you need an adult. I'd say you need seven to nine hours of sleep. nightly sleep 
Okay. It's uh-huh. supposed to be night because we're saying, ah, I won't sleep at night. I'll sleep during the day. During the day, there is people moving, there's noise, there's cars moving and stuff. That is not quality sleep. Yeah. Yes. So, wow. I hope, I, I think I've, we've done that well. So, um, we were talking about the cycles of sleep. Before we go to the cycles, we need to understand why is it necessary to sleep. Yes. Yeah. I know most people are just like, like <clears throat> it's it's dressed for the body. But what exactly? Why is it necessary to sleep? And what 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 are the consequences of not, not sleeping? sleeping? So, um, this as as I said before, as we began, sleep has been perceived simplistically, like. We have a very simple view of sleep, like sleeping when it's just you lying down and and we think about that and Mezima too. Yes, Nikuzima. And it makes us ignore it as part of our livelihood and our being, well-being. Okay, why should you sleep? So one, this is obvious. There is better productivity and concentration for you mm-hmm. as an individual. Mm-hmm. And it's been seen that people who sleep well are more productive at their workplaces yeah. and their academic work. They're more productive even as just normal functioning human beings. Yeah. Whatever you're doing, you'll be more productive. You're able to concentrate better. Uh, and when you concentrate better, of course, that's increased productivity. And then it is said, actually, children, child, the, uh, the duration and the quality of sleep in children is directly associated with their behavior mm-hmm. and with their academic performance. Mm. Number two, there is a, a lower weight gain risk. You, you've had, there's an associate. It's not really clear that if you don't sleep, you're going to gain weight. Yeah, but, but then the, it has been associated. There's, there's an unclear association. There's an, an unclear association between, between you not sleeping and you gaining weight. Mm-hmm. And then again, better calorie regulation, just as in uh, weight gain. Yeah. Again, there's a, a, a relation that has not been expounded well properly but it is there that if you are able if you're not if you do not sleep well you do not you're not able to like uh, regulate your calories you're not able to regulate your calorie intake it leads to like there's feeding disorders eating disorders mm, you, yeah. you'll have them if you do not sleep athletic performance this should be obvious you're going to be energized when you sleep you're able to perform better as an athlete you're able to coordinate your, your muscles better when, when you sleep uh, and stuff like that. So there's also lower risk of heart disease. This is according to the CDC, actually. Yeah. Lower risk of heart disease. People who develop heart disease, many a times you'll find that these people who led very busy schedules and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Yes. Actually getting strokes and yeah, stuff. Yeah, strokes and stuff. Yeah. So CDC recommends that you sleep. Uh, there's also social and emotional intelligence. Mm. You're able to perceive cues in a public space and people are talking to you, you're able to perceive that. And otherwise, you'll just be answering people mm. because actually it affects your mood too if you do not sleep. Uh, immunity, better immunity when you sleep, there's a clear association with that. Mm. So, of course, as we've outlined, why should you sleep? There's the consequences of sleep deprivation. Mm. You not sleeping. Sleep deprivation is simply Obviously not decreased. having enough sleep. Yeah. It's reduced quality of sleep. And these include memory loss. And this explains transnighting and the consequence in exams. Oh, man. I, I, I think there's a time where I... There's a time... I think I have transnighted several times. Mm. 
you know actually let me just be very honest mm. it's very hard to survive in pharmacy school without transnighting yeah yeah like because the pressure it doesn't stop man it doesn't stop it doesn't, it doesn't stop, stop. It does so yeah it doesn't end so like uh transnighting it's it's real but you realize that your productivity in the next day is really really impaired yes. and once you're done because you've crammed once you're done doing that exam you're you dumped. don't you re- as in you remember nothing <laughs> it is there's nothing you really forget everything mm, so mm. yeah I, i i i relate to that um i don't say memory loss but there's this there's i, I believe there's a linkage scientifically mm-hmm. of neuronal loss mm-hmm. and and um loss of neurons and lack of sleep yes so neurons are basically the cells that make up your brain oh yeah so the cells that are found in your brain yeah. are degenerated or yeah. they're broken down or you lose them mm. uh if you spend very many hours of without sleep if you mm. have a very high sleep deficit yes um there's also about things about mood as i said before if you are not if you do not sleep well you're going to have a bad mood and that means your social intelligence is inhibited you are not able to like perceive what people are t- telling you uh at least not uh, not verbally you also you, you you are cranky kuna sira tu mingi uh you said sleep improves immunity and if you're sleep deprived you're reducing the strength of immunity and that means that explains why you are going to have cold common cold oh, uh, okay. especially when you're straining you find yourself you're straining for like days on end about three days or four days chances are you'll end up with a, with some kind of common cold because your immunity has been reduced has been impaired uh there is also low sex drive whoa whoa yes, whoa low sex drive <laughs> yeah so sex drive is inhibited and especially in men it's been associated even mm. with lower testosterone Oh yeah, and testosterone levels. is like everything in a man. Yes, testosterone. Testosterone is the hormone that uh I'd say it's a reproductive hormone for men. Yeah. I'd say. It's like the major it what causes beard to yes, grow, it's what causes and your muscles and, and your muscles yeah. like just basically how a man looks like mm. is because of testosterone. The testosterone levels mm. even the sex drive yes influenced by testosterone so it's a really important hormone yeah so they there these other issues like there's risk of heart disease as i said mm-hmm. one benefit of sleep there's a lower risk of you developing heart disease mm-hmm. so heart disease hypertension uh all these issues to do with blood yeah and coagulation and all that yeah if you do not sleep you're putting yourself at that risk uh accidents which is we should not ignore this we've seen a lot of, of accidents, accidents that's so on true. our roads yeah as a result of as a result of not sleeping, sleeping yeah mm-hmm. i think it's important and yesterday while we were traveling there was a small incident yeah, of yes. a truck driver and you'd find if you really it was a it was a small incident we are safe guys but like um you realize that the reason why that happened most probably was because that person had not had yeah. enough sleep so the coordination mm-hmm. yeah so the coordination and the concentration of that person mm. and even the judgment of that person was impaired as a result of mm. lack of enough sleep mm. so mm. another part of uh, i think we are done with the consequences yeah 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 but i would, i would think one we are in the age of 
creating awareness about mental health yeah sleep deprivation directly linked and involved with the status of your ment- uh, of, of your brain and your mental capacity so things like anxiety depression mm-hmm. paranoia all that phobias they can be induced by uh sleep deprivation. yeah and i think that's something we'll see even in insomnia yeah. mental illnesses like yes. anxiety mm. post traumatic stress disorder yes. depression those are some of uh, those are some of the mental health conditions that are yes. directly linked with causing insomnia yes. but we'll get to that mm. uh, i want to introduce some certain concept to our listeners there is this called there's this thing called the circadian rhythm yes. i'm sure at some point in your life you've heard about um like having a clock biological clock yeah biological clock mm. in the body so the circadian rhythm isn't really the biological clock it's like an effect of the biological clock mm-hmm. so like the internal clock in our bodies is affected by light mm-hmm. and it influences literally every aspect metabolism which is like how active you are uh, sleep and there's something important within the circadian rhythm called the sleep wake cycle mm-hmm. so the sleep wake cycle basically is um it's a cycle where during the day the body produces hormones mm-hmm. which are like chemicals that cause the body to f- function in a specific way so during the day the body produces a hormone called cortisol mm-hmm. in high levels so cortisol is like a stress hormone so like when you're stressed the levels of cortisol in your body go high mm. and you'll find that your levels of cortisol are highest in the morning because it's time to wake up at around 6 a.m. 7 a.m. that's when your levels of cortisol so I think it's called a stress hormone yeah it's a yeah. stress hormone yeah. it's it's when your the levels of cortisol are really high mm. and as the night falls as the light reduces mm. another hormone is produced by the body called melatonin so melatonin at around 10 pm 11 pm the levels become really high and what does melatonin do to your body so you've seen cortisol is increasing the metabolism or the activity mm-hmm. yeah. of the person <gasps> melatonin on the other hand like promotes sleep mm-hmm. and it transmits signals that help us to stay asleep throughout the night mm. so its job doesn't end in helping you to sleep it maintains that it sleep. maintains that sleep mm. and you will see why this is important in it's it plays an important role in insomnia mm. and the circadian rhythm it aligns our sleep and wakefulness with light and day like yes. you said yes. sleep you're supposed to sleep at night yes you're supposed to sleep at night yeah, yeah. so that's how the biological clock is conditioned or mm. that's how it is set designed, up yeah. yeah that's how it's designed mm. so that's an important aspect and also another thing to remember is at night your temperatures go low mm-hmm. now for metabolism or for the level of activity to be high the temperature in your body has to be very high so that can promote breakdown of food mm. so you realize that when you're sleeping it goes down so that it's like your body is shutting down yes so i think that's an important uh, rhythm for us to understand mm. uh, even as we go towards understanding now the sleep cycle and how it's related to to sleep paralysis mm. okay so uh 
we are going uh, we are going to discuss something there's another mm-hmm. concept again mm-hmm. uh, called uh, the cycle of sleep as i said mm-hmm. sleep in its definition is about having these cycles yeah so it is recommended that you have about six cycles mm-hmm. per night full of sleep each night of sleep mm-hmm. so you're supposed to have these six cycles uninterrupted and one cycle takes approximately An 90 minutes oh. approximately 90 minutes mm. and these two categories in this cycle uh they're like i'd say two stages mm-hmm. and one stage is called the non-rapid eye movement mm-hmm. stage of sleep mm-hmm. where and then the second one is called rapid eye movement stage of sleep mm-hmm. now the non-rapid eye movement stage of sleep uh your eyes are just it's actually described by the eyes the the, the the behavior of the eyes as it's it's been done it's what sleep has described been sleep mm. has been studied and in these studies it's been seen that there's a time when your eye eyeballs at least do not move they stay in a position intact an intact position and then there's another time where there is movement of the eyeball at least it's it's seen that the move the eyeball is moving yeah and the non rapid eye movement consists of of about 75% of the entire cycle okay and then the rapid eye movement is consists of the, the other 25 mm-hmm. and uh the rapid eye movement that's like i think i'll put it at stage 4 and then we are going to have like stage 1 stage 2 stage 3 all of them being non rapid eye movement okay and on stage 1 is basically you falling asleep Mm, okay it is this time when okay i think i need to go to bed i feel you, tired I feel tired mm. so you lie down and you close your eyes at that time when you're still conscious you're hearing stuff you're you're able to perceive things but your brain is preparing to sleep and it takes normally it takes about 1 to 5 minutes normally you're, you're supposed to take about 1 to 5 minutes to fall asleep to be able to fall asleep mm-hmm. so that is now the stage 1 stage 2 is also a non rapid eye movement non rapid eye movement stage and uh, basically you, you you enter a more kind of sedated or a subdued state where you are the controls of your body i'd say we, we talked about the senses being inhibited so those senses are, are slowly are at a lower sense of activity mm-hmm. a lower level of activity than in stage 1 mm. so you're not uh, you are temperature is dropping because metabolism is kind of reducing um relaxed muscles your muscles are relaxing your slow your breathe your breathing rate is slowing down your heart rate is slowing down to allow you to set into that state of sleep mm-hmm. so the brain also shows that the the waves the brain waves if you if you if you're going to study sleep usually they, they use the brain mm. so They, they they use the machines for brain and these machines project kind of waves of brain of activity brain activity and you realize in stage 2 that those waves actually mm. stop then there is stage 3 now stage 3 is called deep sleep and it's at this point where you it's harder for you to sleep to 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 be woken up oh okay you realize when someone is asleep sometimes you can just call them hey yeah, yeah and they, they wake up the, then some other times Derek yeah and then yeah and Derek, they yeah that's when they wake up no that is called stage 3 it's like deep really really deep sleep mm-hmm. and at this time everything is actually reduced that's the breathing rate 
metabolism, uh, heart rate, muscle muscles are completely, completely relaxed. And I think this is the time when those people who have problems with the wetting, bed wetting, oh. it happens at this time. Oh, they release yeah, us. Yeah. And it, it, it's why you're supposed to like when you ski, because at that time, all senses are actually subdued. Oh, so you do yeah. not actually feel it. They don't feel it. Oh, yeah. They don't feel it. And then you're going to have now stage four, which is called the rapid eye movement. Mm-hmm. Now, this is this at this time, um, the brain activity is kind of leveling up. It's almost coming up. Yeah. It's preparing to wake up mm. uh, during the rapid eye movement. And at this time, it happens. Uh, so if, if, if you're going to sleep, it, it it occurs near near wakefulness. Okay, yeah, let me understand this. Yes, yes. So you said you need these cycles to be at least six of them. Yes. During a night of sleep. Yes. And you're saying that uh, during the first while while you're sleeping, mm-hmm. uh, the first do the four stages occur or the three stages occur and then the four stages. No, no, mm. no. One stage has all these four stages. One, One cycle, cycle has, has all these four stages. Yes. So there's a point at night where you'll be almost waking yeah, you're, up. you're almost waking up. And then now you'll go, go back, back to again. sleep again. Yes, then go back to death. Oh, okay. Then, I think that's clear. Yes, now that's a cycle. Um, so stage, this stage four, rapid eye movement stage. And this is the time where you dream. Surprise. Ooh. Yeah, th- th- this is where you can, th- this is where you dream. Uh, this is where you... No wonder they say you have so many dreams at night because yes. that stage four is occurring yes. several yes. times. Yes, okay. you, dream several, you can dream several times at night Yeah. because stage four is occurring several times. Oh, okay. So the rapid eye movement. So the brain activity is actually picking up and okay, dreams I think is another thing that we maybe we, we, we might discuss someday. Yeah. But yes, so basically it's, it's, it's about 25%. Of the entire sleep cycle. So yeah. If you're going to calculate 25% of 90 minutes, that's what will that give us? Um, that's about 45 minutes. Yeah. No. Not 45 minutes. Not 45. 20 to 25, I'd say. Good. About, I don't know, my math, my, my, my math is kind of. Let's just calculate that right now. Yeah. Um, so. Um, as he does that, uh, I like us to understand these sleep disorders because that's where we are getting into. Yeah, and give us about twenty-two minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So for the sleep disorders, um, there are more than a hundred specific sleep disorders. Yes. For this, for the sake of this episode, we are only doing two two sleep disorders, mm. and sleep disorder basically in in a nutshell is you're having trouble falling or remaining asleep mm-hmm. or you find it difficult to stay awake. Mm-hmm. So the first aspect is trouble falling or remaining mm-hmm. asleep. Sleep. So I think you have a problem with stage one or maintaining that those yes. four stages mm-hmm. or your circadian rhythm, the one we talked about, is having a problem. Mm-hmm. Other thing is you find it difficult to stay awake during the day. Mm-hmm. So naturally as you have said during the day according to your circadian rhythm is when you're supposed to be active yes so if you find it difficult to stay awake during the day then you're prone to a sleep disorder Mm -hmm. and then the other one is an imbalance in the circadian rhythm we have seen like this biological clock man our bodies are magical Mm -hmm. so if you have it interfered and you can't produce enough melatonin at night then you'll have trouble sleeping. Mm. So those are the three major 
uh, ways of uh, understanding sleep disorder. Mm. So what's what's sleep paralysis? Yeah, so sleep paralysis. Sleep paralysis is basically I just imagine this and for those who've experienced it will know what I'm trying to say here. Uh you are awake but then you feel a presence in the place you're awake in. So say you're in bed, you're awake in bed and you feel a presence around you, okay? Or okay. You, you feel some kind of pressure on your chest or some kind of, some sense of choking. Some mm-hmm. people say it's, and there's an evil presence. It's, they say it's an evil presence. Okay, and let me get you this, you're worrying to, me. You're not able to, you're not able to like respond because if anything, if danger comes, you're supposed to run, okay? But in this case, mm-hmm. it's like you you can't move. So sleep paralysis simply is your brain being awake, but your muscles are asleep. Are asleep. Okay, let me get this. Mm-hmm. So like literally, um, you're feeling everything. Yes. Your senses are awake. Yes. I can if you touch me I'll feel yes. if if you okay are your eyes open sometimes yes sometimes or it depends yes. It so depends it depends with what you want to do then okay uh-huh. so your eyes are awake or not mm-hmm. you can hear you yes. can smell yes but you can't do anything about no. it jesus christ no okay so is it scientifically explained yes like, what uh, are the causes is it common i, I think we would want to go back this way um so people say but it's societies different societies have previously so it's like it's been recorded since early times about official recording of these things happened uh about the start of 1400 mm-hmm. bc uh, not bc ad mm-hmm. after christ yeah yeah so 1400 uh, the year 1400, the first, uh, I'd say, writings about sleep paralysis yeah. were seen then. And people are trying to explain this. And they'd say there's, it's an alien abduction theory, like aliens or out of space people are coming to take you. So they mm. find a way of uh, immobilizing yes. you. Uh, mm. Others say it's caused by demons and spirits. Mm-hmm. Uh, others say... It's just evil, evil presence in the room. Like mm. evil was passing, so I could not. Okay, and oh. others say, others uh, uh, when others try to explain it, they explain it like they are being choked. Yeah, They're yeah. Actually, choked. I I think I have I have. There's a friend of mine who mm. told me he had sleep paralysis. Mm. Mm. He used to have sleep paralysis, mm. and that's exactly how he explained it. Yes. He said like I feel as if I'm being choked, choked. and I cannot do anything about mm-hmm. it. So I think that that explains. Anyway, mythology but, aside, <laughs> yeah, science now. The mythology aside, um, we said that sleep involves reduction of muscle activity. Yeah, and we spoke about stage three of sleep. Yeah. Where there's deep sleep and there's like almost total inhibition of muscle activity. Yeah. Almost total. So when there's a problem between this, you know, these cycles have to move, transit onto each other, trans, the transition, the movement from stage one and to stage two, to stage three, to stage four has to be smooth. It has to be smooth. 
So if mo- the movement from stage three into you being awake, like fully awake, yeah, like stage four, the transition from stage four, if from into stage four and out of stage four is kind of a compromised, yeah, then that means you're going to have sleep paralysis. Why? Your brain is going to wake up, as we said, in stage four, your brain is picking up activity and is trying to work. Mm. So, if, yes. so if your muscles are not in line with this wakefulness of the brain, you're going to have sleep paralysis. That's why you say the brain is awake, but your muscles are asleep. Yeah. Yes, so that is simply sleep paralysis. It has been explained as such. And it accompanies, usually, it accompanies other sleep disorders. Like, it's it's not a thing on its own. Oh, so if you're okay. Have, yeah, insomnia. So people with insomnia can experience sleep paralysis. So people with narcolepsy. Narcolepsy is uh, inability to control sleep. Mm, so okay. during the day, you, you'd want to sleep. You feel sleepy during the day. So people who have other sleeping disorders can experience sleep mm-hmm. paralysis. And so sleep paralysis, we it can occur in two ways. Just before you sleep, okay? That mm-hmm. means your stage one of sleep is compromised. So you move into stage three and kind of, your muscles move to stage three, now, killing a baki stage one. Yeah. Uh, and that is actually called predomital or hip. <laughs> hypnagogic it's hypnagogic it happens before at the onset of sleep yeah it can also happen when you're waking up mm. the, 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 there's a problem in yes. with transition, transition to stage four yes to stage four so yeah basically that's it that's that's sleep paralysis that's basically the science behind yes, that's it that's the science so no evil spirits please come on hmm? There's no evil spirits. Yeah, there are. There's no evil spirits involved. I can say that confidently. Mm-hmm. There's nothing like ghosts and aliens. Yeah. So what causes sleep paralysis? There's generally lack of sleep, deprivation of sleep. Mm-hmm. There's also irregular sleep schedules. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to have, you're required to have like a set sleeping time. So come on, my, sleep, my bedtime is nine. Please yeah. stick to that. Oh, if you're going okay. to stop disrupt, if you're going to disrupt that and Today you're Nalala nine, Kesha twelve, and the other day at one. Oh yeah, you're going to the, disrupt the yeah, circadian rhythm. You having experiencing sleep paralysis is very high. So mental conditions, depression, anxiety, uh, PTSD, that's post-traumatic stress disorder. All these things are likely to cause sleep, sleep paralysis. paralysis. Then there's also cramps. There are people who have bedtime cramps. All of a sudden, I, I don't. I think I'm not the only one who's experienced some kind of stitch when when I sleep. Mm, I, mean, I haven't. Oh, can I have people who re- who relate to this? <laughs> so you you get some kind of cramp on say, say on your ankles mm, or on your arm. It's come a muscle pull. Yeah, some kind of, some kind of muscle pull, but in bed. Oh, yeah. So if you experience that, chances are that you're going to develop sleep, sleep paralysis. paralysis. Yes. Okay. Uh, medications. There are medications that cause sleep paralysis, and this usually uh, with things uh, drugs that treat uh, I'd say Alzheimer's Alzheimer's is a it's mm. it's a disease of the brain as affecting usually old people uh drugs that treat parkinsonism mm, okay they can also cause uh, sleep sleep paralysis. paralysis so like and many more many more other drugs Stop are there, like do there are there like uh recreational drugs which cause I was gonna say that mm. that was like the immediate next thing mm. um 
substance abuse. So heroin, mm-hmm. um, acid. What is acid? What is acid? 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 Um, what is the the street name is acid. I, I, I don't know I don't, any other name within the streets of Nairobi. How 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 will I call acid? I don't know uh, acid. <laughs> Useme tu unatumia madawa tutakukubali tu vile uko. So yeah so substance abuse uh, has been associated with sleep paralysis. Yeah so basically that and it's again it's not out of it's not like set for people sleep paralysis it can affect anyone. Mm-hmm. It can affect people of all ages but then it's mostly common for teens teens mm. into adulthood and then people like beyond 25 years usually do not experience it per se from it, what i was reading yeah but then as you age again you might it might come back yeah i usually view life like ni kama una you're becoming like a kid again mm. like you grow up yes. and then now you become a kid yeah, again a kid. Yeah. yeah so yeah basically that's it so how do i resolve sleep, sleep paralysis, paralysis you might ask So one before you go to sleep this is a tip before you go to sleep just ensure that you umacha sira yote nje okay umetoka na mtu before you go to sleep and i think I'd, i i would want to quote a bible the bible the bible speaks somewhere that before you go to bed in the evening ensure that you've forgiven every other person during the day like do not go to bed to bed angry you shall not I'm go not to sure bed. I, I, i'll do the same with with my exes but <laughs> it is it is man do not go to bed angry yeah so yeah please ensure that your mood as you go to sleep is actually okay yeah. and i think this is why you should try things like meditation and yoga it's yeah. important it would help yeah do you do meditation yoga i meditate but then yoga i've not tried yoga yet mm. but i try to meditate it's re- it's 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 kind of it's a handful it's ningumu. it's really difficult. Yeah, it's difficult i mean i tried to meditate with some i was burning some incense mm. and i tried to meditate man like singer concentrate for how long because all the thoughts that are running in your mind mm. sometimes they become too much you just mm. you just leave yeah So meditation can help with yeah. that. And as I said, sleep paralysis is a sign of other disorders. So oh, it's not yeah. like an independent yeah, disease an independent thing. Yeah. So resolve your mental issues. So if you have depression, if you can get therapy, mm. if you can get medication mm-hmm. for for depression, depression yeah. and anxiety. But and I all. think it's also important to remind our listeners that you do not uh, go for the drugs first. Yes. You try to address yes. it mm. using other means. Mm. For example, you can try even meditation helps yes. to cure depression. depression. Looking at your sleep, mm. uh, sleeping well and stuff like that before you start the drugs and the drugs should be given by a professional. Mm. That's also important to note. Uh, another thing, improve your sleep patterns. Mm. So have sleep like regular various. yeah have a regular sleep pattern stick to it mm, so that and adequate adequate so that you get adequate sleep because sleep paralysis if i say you don't have depression or any other thing then it is an indicator that you're not getting enough sleep mm-hmm. uh reassurance just know there's no alien out there to get you I, I, i'm I, in the state that you're in sleep paralysis 
Yeah. Because you can get panicked because it's really, really horrifying. It's I it's can terrifi- imagine. It's a terrifying experience. Mm. Because you, you're out there and you're like, what they is come that? With I would, what is yeah. that? So, I, 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 I actually understand why people in the past like associated with evil spirits yes, and yes. um extraordinary powers yes because man it is a terrifying thing mm. so at that time just sit down don't open your eyes apparently mm. uh that is a tip i read do not open your eyes mm. just let them close tell yourself it is okay there's no alien to get me there's no demon to get me I'm just in slipper because you know actually you're awake. You can talk you can talk to yourself mm. at that time. You can tell yourself that. So just relax. Chances are you'll go back to sleep. Yeah. But well you'll wake up it's done or it will just pass. Will you remember when you wake up? Yes. Oh, yes you will. Mm-hmm. Yes you will. So are there like any drugs or you just treat the no, underlying condition? Really. It's you treat the underlying condition. Sleep paralysis oh. it really occurs on its own. It's usually an indicator of something. So to resolve sleep paralysis, you, you need to what the cause causing sleep paralysis. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So from sleep paralysis to insomnia. To insomnia. So yeah, this is common by the way. Yeah, insomnia is uh really really common affects about 30 to 50% of the population i'm sure even you and i have had insomnia at some point i have a problem with it though i have a problem with insomnia you do yeah yeah have you, you tried know. okay i'll tell you how you will you will work it out <laughs> so basically insomnia is you're finding it difficulty to fall asleep mm. or even to stay asleep or you wake up too early or you're not able to get back to sleep so what you know you know the bible says there's no sleep for the wicked so me i don't know probably your <laughs> <laughs> weekend the weekend mazi nyinyi <laughs> i think so uh i think you people are targeted so insomnia that's that's basically it mm. so there's acute or what we call short term mm-hmm. and then there's chronic what we call long term so acute is just days to weeks you've had like a crazy schedule for example you're in exam week for us and you're just finding it difficult to sleep mm-hmm. so that's short term or acute and then the chronic one is like months or years and you're not finding to sleep so here is where now the drugs come in after you've tried the non-drug approaches mm. and they do not work. Yeah. Um in terms of causes, basically we have said sleep and mental health disorders are closely linked. So it's important that you take care of your mental health and the two are linked. You take care of your mental health and you sleep enough. So you mental health enough. causes sleep disorders and vice versa. Yes. So stress like you've gone through a bad divorce mm-hmm. or you've gone through a bad breakup you might actually cause insomnia you're you're, you're the work. wicked one you're the wicked one <laughs> <laughs> character development yeah character development ume ume chapwa proper mm. in fact i was reading some meme that was saying character development ni kama missiles utaishika ni vile aujui ni lini utaishika so trauma ptsd post traumatic stress disorder so mm. the, like you've gone through accident or you're going through grief mm. and you're finding it hard to sleep so that's also another factor mm-hmm. and then travel or work schedule yes. so like your boss is telling you you i was reading of a certain pharmaceutical industry in this country mm. that had crazy 
schedules it, it was highlighted by one of the activists six i don't know six to one and then one to five and then seven to twelve midnight like wow. those people working wow. those hours would actually be affected and these people are just six after one yeah six that to one if you have to start work at six when are you waking up with the traffic of nairobi i don't even wow. know man and it's somewhere in nairobi by the way wow so and then eating too much <laughs> before you sleep okay. Okay. <laughs> you're okay. safe you're safe you're safe to lia so <laughs> uh, and then poor sleep habits like mm-hmm. i said irregular sleep mm-hmm. do not have a sleep schedule mm-hmm. things like those they can cause insomnia and the reason why eating too much late in the evening can cause insomnia mm-hmm. is because uh, you realize that if you eat too much late in the evening mm-hmm. then your body is forced to become active si tumesema ni kama mwili okay. na rest sasa yes. unikama unaiamsha tena so you're not yeah mm-hmm. so you do not have quality sleep mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um like the symptoms it's just from the definition like what you've defined insomnia to be like mm-hmm. you have difficulty falling asleep maintaining that sleep waking up at night you know mm-hmm. waking up too early you sleep at three, you wake up at six in the morning Hi Jailin. Uh, <laughs> you're not feeling well rested. Mm-hmm. You know, daytime tiredness, you're just tired or you're sleepy. Yes, yes. You're irritable, you're depressed, you have anxiety. I mean, these a myriad of symptoms that can it be linked to that. It goes consequences of not sleeping. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, it goes to that because mm. another symptom is increased errors or accidents. Yes. Yes. So, that's that's an important part. Mm. And There's, there's something interesting i think we learned a few years back about how pilots like uh, the the, air, the what is it called the air yeah. industry yes has been able to uh, accommodate that so that means the circadian rhythm is that important because once they go for a long flight with multiple with changing time, time zones, zones. Mm-hmm. then it affects their circadian rhythm and then another thing now we can talk about is um mental health disorders i think we have we've have, we've have said so much about yes, that yeah. and then there are drugs uh like antidepressants so the drugs that are used to treat depression so yeah so you realize what you are saying you should not go back to you should not go to drugs mm. as the first option to treat depression issues, yes even depression in itself yeah because antidepressants can cause depression it is funny yeah and they, they they cause in, they they have very many effects yes. so if you can have other approaches like therapy mm. i mean you can you can do really well uh conditions such as chronic pain in cancer i mean yeah. you're in so much yes. pain you can't even sleep mm. uh diabetes heart diseases things like those even parkinsonism it's mm. it, it's linked because your neurons like they are dying the the brain cells are dying so risk factors what what are you at risk at but before we go to the risk factors do you know that uh, caffeine nicotine and alcohol are linked to causing insomnia makes sense why uh, we we take a lot of caffeine to stay awake so if you, yes yeah yes we take a lot of caffeine so, oh, to stay caffeine awake addiction. yeah caffeine addiction caffeine addiction caffeine caffeine caffeine, 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 caffeine 
Uh, I think it's is it Eddie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah so mm. caffeine is linked to that uh, risk factors women at a higher risk for uh, at a higher risk of getting insomnia because Why? of menopause and the menstrual cycle it affects the circadian rhythm it may affect Oh, the circadian okay. rhythm. Okay. If you're above 60 years, you're more prone to that. If you have a mental health disorder, if you're stressed, just based on the on the causes that we have looked at. Mm. And one thing we need to highlight is that it is important for you to be diagnosed with insomnia before especially before oh, yeah. you you use the drugs. Yeah, you just can't yeah. go to start using the drugs Because for insomnia. No, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> it does not work like that. So you need you need to to um make sure that you avoid these triggers mm. because if you avoid the triggers then you're not going to get the insomnia. Mm-hmm. And then in terms of treatment we have uh therapy therapy can work addressing the cause like if you have so a mental therapy health, oh therapy okay addressing the cause as in okay yeah therapy as in addressing the cause of of uh, of insomnia if it is depression but also therapy in itself has been linked with um decreased uh, risk for insomnia and even treating insomnia especially the acute or the short term one okay w- wow yeah so in terms of the drugs uh there are very many drugs and quite some of them are a bit complex to understand mm. but they all revolve around understanding they all revolve around understanding melatonin okay because they affect melatonin and the mm. circadian rhythm which is dependent remember on remember guys what you said about melatonin yeah melatonin is that hormone that causes you to sleep yeah so yes. It's important that you it's important that you 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 take care of yourself mm-hmm. uh, and uh, you ensure that you are avoiding these triggers that are using insomnia. Mm. So in terms of the drugs, they are really hard names really. These sleeping pills, they are really hard names. But we'll we'll we'll, we'll avoid we'll avoid the hard yeah. <laughs> But what what basically they do is they try to act the same way as melatonin so that yes. they 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 act like mm. they promote the sleep mm. or they increase the sleep duration they reduce also the time required to sleep so mm. depending on how your insomnia is presenting as mm-hmm. then the, that will dictate the approach that the doctor is going to take to you yes. so it is important that when you're going to report or to a doctor to prescribed for you what you commonly call sleeping pills mm-hmm. it is important that you tell them i am not fe- i am feeling 1 2 3 i'm feeling a b c d mm-hmm. i am not getting enough sleep i am having trouble sleeping mm-hmm. so that that dictates the kind of sleeping pill that you're going to be given and then okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, another thing is alcohol you know lekozima uh, alcohol has been linked with sleep but now there's a twist to it alcohol has also been linked with causing insomnia so you wonder inanifanya nizima and then it causes insomnia as we defined sleep <laughs> naturally recurring yeah it has to be natural so if kokunya pombe and then ulale you know 
oh lali yeah and uh, then alcohol yeah <laughs> and then alcohol yeah. uh, causes awakening in the middle of the night that's why you will sleep and then like when your concentration is low una go to katu unapata umeamka 3 that's because when you looked at the stages there are these easy stages that we show stage 3 mm. stage 4 it actually interrupts with those stages from occurring so that's how you end up waking the, up yes yeah yes. so basically what are the advice avoid um over the counter avoid over the counter sleep aids if try to address the cause first yes like understand yeah <laughs> understand under- that insomnia is not like insomnia on its own it's it insomnia ma- because something else is caused happening. it yes yeah. it's not and it doesn't occur just out of nowhere yes. it must yes. have a cause so linking it to the cause can help you to understand insomnia mm. so in a nutshell i think that's uh what we can use to treat it but there's an interesting treatment called light therapy where experts recommend light exposure mm-hmm. uh for people who sleep too early at night or wake up too early in the morning but this one is on the extremes yeah mm-hmm. it's on the extremes so yeah th- that's basically uh in some insomnia in um in a, a nutshell. nutshell so i think we can uh, wind up the episode at yes, that we can wind up the episode at this uh sleep disorders will have uh, another episode discussing more of this yeah in a part 2 in a part 2 in sub, in in this in, in the coming season. Yeah. Yeah. So that's sleep in a nutshell. Make sure you get enough sleep and uh we'll uh, link um uh, our social media handles in the description. Ensure that you follow us. Yeah, ensure that you follow us, stay us. in touch. Uh tell Ask us questions. If, yeah, if you're yeah. having trouble yes. sleeping, tell us. Tukwambie kama shida ni ex ama ni evil spirits. Yeah so that's basically it see you next week bye bye bye